What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. Oh, man. What a week. Yeah, it's kind of a full one. Yeah, it's been a been a full one. Weathers, the weather might be turning soon. Wasn't as hot. Yeah, I looked uh, the next 10 days because I was waiting to see if Ida was going to make it up here, and it's it's actually I, not. I think it's going to hit the like the lower corner of the it's state. It's going to hit the lower corner. It's going um, uh, to hit Smoke Coach bad. Yeah. I so, shouldn't say as bad as New Orleans. Yeah, and so, while we're recording it, it is full bore on New Orleans. So it hit, it hit as a four. I don't know if it got to a five. So all the no. everybody who's in Louisiana and our friends down there, Stay safe if you had to stay down Don't there. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah, just if you got out, hopefully you got out. But yeah. stay safe. That's the main thing. So hopefully it doesn't. I mean, it's almost like 14, 16 years to the day of Katrina. 16, hit. I think. Yeah, because Katrina was 05, same yep. day, August 29th. So. Same exact day. I know. That's just, I remember, man, I, I remember when that happened. That doesn't seem like it's that no. long ago. But, uh, so yep. hope everybody who listens to us, hope you all stay safe and absolutely and all that. Um, but yeah, so it's a, you know, it's, it's supposed it's, to be high eighties, low nineties. So, yeah. Somebody was telling me like tomorrow's supposed to be like a high of 82. So I'm like, we're, we're almost to the brink of autumn. Like we're almost there. We just have probably a good solid month, honestly, left of, of like the, the sticky, icky, hot yeah, mess. Probably a month. But you got football Six coming weeks. up, you know, you got college some small D2 schools started already. We do. Well, they've been in Illinois and Nebraska. I think that's what you're referring to when you refer to D2. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I knew they're D1, but we had, we had like, San Jose State or... San you know, Jose like, State also D1. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, the lower... Like, not the big five. Like, right. when you think of... When you think of college football... Power five. Power five. Yeah. But, yeah, but I saw the, the fighting line. I beat the Cornhuskers, so that... I don't think anybody yeah. really saw that coming. Uh, I don't think so. It was uh, Brett Bielema's uh, first game as the Illini's head coach. Oh, that is Bielema now. Yeah. Because it was. Wasn't it Lovey Smith? It was Lovey Smith. Yeah, see, I I liked Lovey Smith when he was I love Lovey Smith. When he was with Chicago. That was He had me when he said, We're gonna do one thing, we're gonna beat the Green Bay Packers. Now he didn't do that <laughs> as say, much as he, no, not as much as he said. <laughs> but um I thought he was a stand up man yeah. and he was I thought he was a good head coach. He yeah. was a shitty challenger. Of, of plays like he he had he was like oh for 800 and challenging to overturn i do plays. remember that yeah it was pretty bad it was pretty bad but he was uh he was a really good head coach and i are, from all i could tell a, a hell of a guy are you are you excited i know you're not so excited about college about about uh, pro are you excited about at least you know alabama um, I think Alabama's going to be pretty good this year. I think it's going to be a competitive college season. There was so much turnover. I mean, when you think about Fields and Mac mm-hmm. Jones and um, uh, the kid from Clemson all turning over at the quarterback position, mm-hmm. single most important position. And, and uh, Najee Harris. And- <clears throat> Najee Harris and all that turnover, which is inevitable in college. Um, it's a wide-open year. Yeah. Um, Starting off with Miami, I mean, that's not a – it's not it's a an tough, e- easy tough, task, but tough, I, I think the spread is like twenty. No, so. I think it'll be a closer game than that. I think uh, I think Miami's returning a lot more senior or a lot more oh, yeah, experience. Well, their their quarterback uh, 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 King, he's like a six year starter. He's he's like twenty five, <laughs> sure. twenty six. I mean, but but it's he, both a pro and a, a con, right? Well, no, but here's the thing. I like I liked I like what he did because 
instead of going pro and probably he would probably would have been like an undrafted or a late round pick. He, he came, came back. He came back, but he also got that NIL money and he oh. signed like a like a big. I don't. Did know he get a million dollars like I, the kid from Alabama did? I, it's it's somewhere around there. Yeah, really? he 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 got a lot. So I don't know if it's contract. I don't know how it is, but he got he got more money coming back than he would have gone going as an pro. undrafted or a, a late round pick as a backup or something. So. Yeah, but yeah, give it. But college is starting. High school high started. School. Yeah, you my uh, my alma mater. I know this is super important. Uh, normal community beat Bloomington. The hated Bloomington Purple Raiders. Purple Raiders uh, this weekend, so that's great, um, and I'm obviously excited about that. What what, uh, what was your mascot? In, um, in we're school? the Ironmen. Ironmen, the one of the first teams, like a forger play. kind of thing. Um, first teams played on both sides of the football, so we were ah, Ironmen. Iron, okay, and uh, uh, go Iron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it is uh, where I grew up is a very white collar town, mm-hmm. right? Um, so the fact of that we would be named after a, a very blue collar thing, blue collar <laughs> job is amusing. People, the three people who know Bloomington Normal are laughing now, um, but uh, no, it was named after the first team was yeah um, playing both sides of the ball, both sides of yeah. the ball, and uh, cheerleading as well as selling concessions. <laughs> so, uh, but. We were pretty good, but yeah. you know we've won a state title before. One, that's good. Um, so you know, we're 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 competitive. We we try really hard, and I'm proud of them. So, and you had your, uh, you know, we went and picked up Paula's birthday was last week, so uh-huh. we celebrated her birthday this weekend. We went to Buenos Aires, and we drove past about six fifteen six. Yeah, drove past that uh, Fair Park exit where all of the <laughs> Brian Benton people were going to the stadium. All of Sling County. All of Saline County was coming in, and the exit was backed up, and she's going, is that, are they going to the ball game?" I said, yeah, welcome to the, uh-huh. that's what, you know, that, that exit's usually backed up every morning yeah, for yeah. some, yeah, for the, the hospital. The, the zoo exit, the university exit, and Fair Park, that was, those three exits are just. Every morning. Are, are, especially during the game day. So I, we didn't, I never got a full count on what it was. We didn't break the record uh, from a few years ago. The record was, I think, 32,000. For the wow. game, it was probably, you know, if we, we might have hit 20,000, I didn't, I didn't see the Benton side because they were on our side where, since I was up in the press box, but there was a, there was a lot of Bryant people. Um, but I could just tell that there was a, a smaller group than there has been before. Sure. Um, but yeah, but it, it's also kind of, it's, here's me bragging, I guess. It's also because Bryant has been so dominant lately that it's kind of becoming a game that you're just like, eh, like, especially for Benton side because they've lost now. Let's see, this is my 17th year. So they have lost 17 straight times. So 17 years, it kind of gets a little, you know, old. Yeah. But at the same time, um, this could be the year. Well, Bryant had that happen to them before I, came down here. So in the late eighties and all throughout the nineties, it was the yeah. exact opposite that when we were just getting. So rammed. I wonder, cause you, Brian and Benton are about the same size. I remember Bloomington and normal when I was going there, it was a very competitive game. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, Bloomington won, but I think I got the feeling that normal community was running good. It's been running good over the last 10, 15 years. 
And so it's one of those things where <laughs> you wonder, you know, obviously as demographics change, yeah. um, people, you know, so we, there'll be runs. So Bryant is 7A, Ben is 6A. Um, just so you're be- beating up on smaller people? So, uh, so they still have the same amount of, it's weird how the classifications are. Like they still have the same amount of players, and it's still the same body. Benton's actually bigger city wise. Relegation they, promotion. They have about double double size population as Bryant, um, but like um, Benton made it to the state championship a couple of years ago in the six A division, and then the same year that we did the very first time. And it's been we've had close games before. Um, this year was about forty-two to three. Uh, this year was forty-two to three. Last year was fifty-two to seven. Um, the year before that, it was kind of the same way. So it's been, it's been very Close. one-sided lately. Um, but no, it was nice. So this was my first year with a new partner. How'd that go? Um, so I actually didn't call it. So the way they do, they do like a blended. It's like almost like a broken family kind of or a blended family for for this it game. It was pay per view. How much was the pay per view? So Were I you on the pay per view? I was on the pay per view. Um, so I think it's holy I crap. Think it's like 10 Did you get a slice of that? I get a slice of that. So I, I think it's like ten bucks or something. Um, but what the what they do is this. So this game, the the ticket prices and everything, this pays for both schools' um, sports thing for the whole year for all sports across the board. So like they always need to have a bigger showing for the salt bowl. So they had to cut some programs because the attendance was down. <laughs> I think they've actually gained programs now. Like originally, when I first moved here, I wanted to wrestle men's rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the ribbon. I wanted to wrestle, but because you know, coming from the Midwest, that's just that was the that's kind of the Midwest staple, you know. Um, but they didn't have wrestling. I remember when I went to the sign up for school, they're like, "What do you want to do? Academics or in sports?" So I was like, "Yeah, I want to. I want to wrestle." And she was like, "Honey, you're in the South now. We wrestle." I'm like. Okay, I guess football. I mean, I just, I, I played like two years beforehand, but it was like peewee. But I was a wrestler, but didn't, mm. didn't do that before. Um, but yeah, anyways. So I didn't. They had our new play-by-play guy, and Benton's play-by-play guy. They did it, and then I was just in the back doing stats with my dad throughout the whole game. So. It was uh, so you were actually not on air. I, I went on during halftime to talk about stats, and that was it. Yeah. Okay. Now, now we're back into our normal rotation where we're back being. In a couple of weeks, you're going to Texas. Yeah, in three weeks, I got to go to Longview. But there, so we were. Longview talking. was on ESPN this weekend. Was that right? I don't know. I, oh, I, I think they were. They were on like ESPN three. The so yeah. I found. So I found out. So I was looking at the stadium to see if it's nice because this year is the year of shitty stadiums for uh, for me. Yeah, there's gonna um, be a theme. Uh, there, it's the theme. Um, but Longview is gonna be the nicest one because I looked at their stadium and holy shit, it looks like yeah. A they were on Friday. I think it was Friday night. Or maybe it was Saturday night. It was like looking for a soccer game to watch. Yeah, and Longview. They're and, they're the Lobos. I don't know what a Lobo is. But, um, um, that's what they are. So, but it's it's a three tier stadium. It somebody who rides on the trains for free, right? That's a hobo, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what a lobo is. So yeah. if you're in Longview, I'll be down there. So I'm I'm going to go down there on Friday early. Um, I'm going to go to a cigar shop that Rob talked that told me about. Check them out, and then I'm going to stay the night. I don't want to travel back another four hours after the game. I'll just leave at like six in the morning. Get back at. You know, Come 9, back. 30, 10, something like that. Okay. So, 
So if you're in the Longview area, I will be down Where there. is Longview in relation to um, Albaline? Oh, uh, so I did talk to Rob about that. It's about six and a half, eight hours, something so like that. So it's close to Dallas. So it's, yeah, so we're, uh, if you're looking at the map, we're like northeast Dallas area instead of, yeah, yeah we're, we're a long way. Texas is like big. Well, thank you for the insight. I, I mean, wasn't aware of that. I mean, you can, it's, yeah, it's, it's big. kind of like Rhode Island, but, but it's slightly <laughs> larger. The exact opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So we got that, but I will be back on the air. So I got a new partner. It, it works really well because he's actually a actual broadcaster. He calls for the, uh, I think it's SWAC that he calls for. Was he? Did he do a SWAC Miak game this weekend? Because there was a um, couple SWAC Miak games. So this he weekend. does. I don't know if. So he he calls for um, Henderson. So I don't think Henderson Henderson has started. So he but he does he does their games. Yeah. Um, but Alabama A and M was on this weekend. Really? So I, I was trying to. Th- See, that's what I'm talking some. about. Like it's the lower tier schools. These are like this week was the moose bush and the appetizers to get us into next week. Next so week. So UCLA and Hawaii was on this weekend because I know oh. UCLA plays Georgia next week. Some yeah. UCLA plays. No, some. oh man, yeah. There's there's a, actually a good game. Uh, Georgia's playing so many big. That's going to be the, the Georgia game. maybe Clemson. I don't know. There's a couple. Uh, next no, week I, is like huge. Yeah, there's a there's a few we, really big. We games. have things in front of us. We I could know. probably we, do research. <laughs> well, you don't you don't think that people like when we just kind of pull this shit out of our ass and yeah. and just like fake it to no, make I it don't. kind of thing. I don't. Yeah, but oh hey, while you're looking that up, I'll talk about what we're actually smoking since we're you know yeah, fifteen minutes in. That? Yeah. So we are smoking the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio Grand Reserve GT20. It's a mouthful. Um, I haven't had this one. You haven't had this one. I think we just got them in. It was the newest looking thing on in the humor wall. Yep. Um, so from what I can tell, it's a Nicaraguan Puro, and then it has a Corojo Oscuro wrapper. And that's really about it. So we'll see and, how it goes. Yeah. I haven't smoked. Uh, Do you a smoke Hoya. a lot? Of, I don't smoke a lot of Hoyas. I like the Uno, the uh, that like Connecticut um, Lancero. That's that one's nice, but the rest I don't really smoke a lot of these because I for for the Hoya I get a lot of like leathery earthy notes and those are just two of my least favorite of the tasting wheel I guess. Yeah, leather, leather earthiness. Yeah, I so, don't like that stuff. So week one is um, there. Wow, Penn State plays Wisconsin. That's a ranked game. Alabama plays the University of Miami. I knew that one. Indiana plays Iowa. Yeah, corn. Yeah, I mean that's just Midwest bowl right there. Louisiana plays Texas. Ooh, LSU, Louisiana. Um, <clears throat> no. Uh, U- University of Louisiana. Oh, the, the Raging Cajuns? Raging Cajuns, but they're ranked uh, 23rd. Um, Georgia plays Clemson. Georgia, that's going to be a good game. And LSU plays UCLA. Yeah, yeah, so we good, uh, some good good stuff yeah. doing on Saturday. Florida Atlantic plays Florida in the classic <laughs> Battle of Florida. <laughs> Who's the team... That says they won the national championship over you because they went undefeated. Was that that was a Central Florida? Florida. Was it Central Florida? Okay, <laughs> like they got a flag flying in their stadium <laughs> and everything. Yeah. I no, mean, fuck it, go with it. I mean, it. I love it. Yeah, I'll, no, 
I mean, <laughs> go with it. Yeah, I mean, um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to, like remember like I I remember back in the day, back when like whenever Miami and Notre Dame fought for championships, like the AP is the one that decided, right? Well, and, but but and they they didn't play. Yeah, they didn't play each other. So because it was all that ball so, nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. And they, there was legitimate complaints. Yeah. Anymore, it's a lot less legitimate <laughs> since there's the four teams at the top. And you go, well, I was seven. And you go, yeah, okay. Well, here's the thing. You can only play who they put in front of you. Right. But, okay, it's kind of like I'm big. But let's be honest about what Central Florida would have done against <laughs> Ohio State that year or whoever was third or, or yeah, fourth or yeah. whatever um, because I'm not even going to line them up against Alabama. <laughs> yeah. I know that they beat. Auburn that year, um, the one year that they were national championship. Yeah, that was the, it was in the bowl game. In yeah. the bowl game, but you just go an uninspired Auburn team. Yeah, uh, thank you for participating. It's kind of like so. Here's the way I think about it: like I'm a big college basketball fan. I, you know, KU, um, Kansas. Yep. We never wanted to play Wichita just because you never want to get beat by little brother kind of thing. And yep. the first time we play Wichita, oh, it's way is, bigger. Is in the NCAA tournament and we lose to them that's exactly why kansas didn't want to play with them because they knew they probably could win but there's a with there's that offshoot chance that you actually lose this is why i argue though you should play them because you should normalize that game oh god yeah here's here's the deal so illinois illinois state never play each other and it's got illinois doesn't make illinois is not kansas and i want to be clear on that but illinois state you know it went through stretches where they were like wichita state And you would, you had to be fearful of that, right? And so, but the fact is, you should play them all the time so that you're not afraid of them. And they'll beat you occasionally. And then you go, that's fine, but we whoop your ass nine out of 10. Yeah. And we, we've, we've established our dominance. And that way, in the tournament, it's <clears throat> also for Illinois State or for Wichita State, we know you, you, you've also normalized it from their point of view. Yeah. Don't be afraid. In basketball now, in football, you should never schedule in-state smaller schools. There's no value in that. No. Arkansas should never play Arkansas State. There's no value in that because you're not going to get any credit for but that. I think it's happening soon, like it in the is. next couple of years. And I know people like that, but they are in football, people don't give value. But in basketball, normalize the shit out of that. Yeah. Make that go away because it's, a, it's, it's good for in-state, whatever, whatever. But if you accidentally catch them in the tournament, it, Wichita State was going to win that game all day because they were motivated as hell and oh, they yeah. were tired. <laughs> Trust me, because I'm the Illinois. I'm I'm Wichita State. Yeah. I'm tired of hearing about Kansas. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> the, trust me, I, whatever it takes. If I've, I've whatever I've got to do. There was probably kids on that team that that you know were recruited by Kansas or got looked at, but then. Didn't get a scholarship. Got passed over. Got passed over, yeah. So you and have all that, you hear you about is Kansas, yeah. and they're way better, and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and you're just going, this is my one chance to shut everyone up. And yeah. it's motivation's oh, no. a strange thing. J- like Just like with, like say, Notre Dame football and them holding on to the past right. on their, their culture and everything else, I will admit Kansas is kind of doing the same thing because we haven't won the NCAA since 08. It's hard to, and it's then, hard to win the NCAA tournament. It's hard to win the basketball championship. There's too many good teams. There, oh, there are now. But, 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 I mean, they just got to the point of having, what, 96 teams? I mean, it's 64, but you have those weird play-in games, and it's going to expand even more. But Eventually, like, it's going to be 1,000 teams. <laughs> <You might. laughs> 
It's going to start in October. <laughs> I I mean, so I love, I love the tournament. Like, do you, do you know what surgery happens the most during the NCAA basketball tournament? It's got to be hernia surgery. Vasectomies. That is the number one surgery. Because you get to sit at home. Because you have to take three days off. So, like, there's even doctors here in, in Little Rock. Like, they'll they, advertise it. They'll advertise it, but they also hook up with, like, local pizza places. So you get the vasectomy. You have to take three days off. You get it done on Wednesday morning. Tournament starts Thursday, Friday. You, get, you go through the weekend, and you get, like, $50 worth of pizza coupons and then, like, a, a bag of peas or something, you know? It's like, I mean, that's that's perfect, like, uh, just perfect advertisement. And, like, oh, I can't, sorry, I can't do anything. And I got to watch four days of basketball. Then you get, like, the, the four-tier box where you have, like, four games going on at the same time. That's the greatest. There's that one week of March yeah. where you have everything going on. And it's just, you know, yeah. the, the, the perfect, you know, solstice of spring football, you know, baseball's ramping up with preseason basketball, you know, throw in some hockey in there. I mean, it's just like the, the greatest one week. Yeah. I used to watch the NCAA tournament religiously. I, I just don't anymore now. So I, I don't. I think last year was the first year I didn't fill out a bracket, or the year before. I forget whatever year was canceled. Yeah. So I guess last year. Yeah. I forget who. I even forget who won this past one. It was like it was one of the big name schools, wasn't it? Like Duke or North Carolina. Did they hold it last year? They did. In Indianapolis, I don't remember. My, it's everything's running together for the past eighteen, nineteen months, or whatever it is. It is, but uh, I haven't done, I haven't done uh, fantasy football since Steve left. I had somebody who's asking me the other day, like, "Oh, when's the draft?" I'm like, "Man, I, I don't think we're doing it." That was, I think Steve was mainly did all that. We did it one year without when he wasn't here, and it just wasn't the same. And then last year was screwy, so you had to have like an extra draft prospect on your bench at all times for yep. like. COVID IL and stuff like that. So it's just, I don't, I, I was also putting all like my good vibes to, uh, to KC. So it worked the first year and I'm a little superstitious. So I did it again. And I, cause I didn't do it hard enough because I was just, a, just a little off. Well, your, your game's slipping. <laughs> I need a, I didn't like, I, I wore the wrong boxers or, or something, something that day. Yeah. Yeah. So. Baylor. Baylor one. That's right, because it was Baylor. Gonzaga. Gonzaga, yeah, because I forget. Yeah, I forgot that, you know, we have a Baylor alum up here, and I was giving him a hard time the whole time. So, yeah. Yep. It was actually, it sounded like a pretty good game. Be- because, that, because that was the one where Arkansas lost in the lead eight, I think, and had they beat Baylor, they they looked like they could have won the whole damn thing. They, they looked good. They were, they were a good-looking team. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, next week, or week two, is actually Arkansas-Texas. Um, University like, of Texas, Big Texas. Already, like we're that's week two of uh, of college. Yeah, wow. football. Okay, not next I, week, but I not just, but just, the week after. I just sound like Owen Wilson. Wow, wow. Um, <laughs> all right, all uh, right, all right. Uh, okay, so yeah, with like, oh, here's the thing. Okay, they're trying to like rivalries are over with. I think. Do you feel? Do you do you feel the same way? No, because I feel like rivalries are now trying to be they're trying to manufacture, manufacture. additional additional rivalry yeah, sure like the arkansas and lsu M- mizzou like they're trying to manufacture oh, that one because the golden boot one isn't 
is it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because the, uh, the news that's come out that we haven't discussed is the uh, Texas Oklahoma coming into the SEC and that's going to resh- reshuffle the mm-hmm. SEC. I think they're probably going to go to four pods, yeah. at which point the um, old. It would be like the old Southwest. Old Southwest Conference, Arkansas, Missouri, Texas, and Oklahoma would probably be in one pod, would be mm-hmm. my guess. That's, that's and, a pretty stacked pod. A&M um, could be in there as well. Maybe it's A&M instead of Missouri, but I think it'll be Missouri. Yeah, probably. I mean, for... It'd be my guess. And then A&M, Louis, uh, LSU, the two Mississippi schools mm-hmm. would be in one, you know, and then they figure out, you know... Then you have, like, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and the two Alabamas. Maybe. And then Georgia. Oh, I forgot about Georgia. Georgia. Georgia's the Roman. South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. I, I Florida. Arkansas. They get like I'm not a, who who's the sixteenth team in the SEC? Are, in football? No, it's we've oh. named fifteen teams. We're missing we're a short one. <laughs> uh Tennessee. I oh yeah, Tennessee. So I I mean Arkansas. Are they usually, still in the SEC? Yeah, they still are. Okay. I feel like if Arkansas just switched and moved to like the Big Twelve or something, I mean we don't really have that Big Twelve air raid offense like what Big Twelve does, but we haven't won an SEC game in what I say we I don't I don't give a shit if Arkansas wins or lose. Um, we won a couple last year, right? I don't think it was SEC games though, was it? Uh, we won a couple. Well, if it has, it's been a. I mean, it's been a since ever yeah. since what's his name got caught you know, sleeping with the strength conditioner's wife and then wrecked Bobby his bike and then, and then got his ass beat by the guy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> we haven't done anything. So if they just move to the big 12 and play against TCU, it's the big 10 now is a big, and, but there's only, but there's 12 teams in the big, big 10 and there's like seven or eight in the big 12. I, it's f- so fucking weird. It is. It's <laughs> like, get rid of the numbers. It is. Just go big. But like, but if they jump to that division, they would yeah. actually have a better chance. And yeah, but I think they would actually lose a lot of recruiting because I think everybody wants to play in the SEC. Well, especially or now with the NIL money, everybody wants the NIL money. Yeah, because the so. SEC is the the football. Um, <clears throat> yeah, college football starting, and I am a little excited about. College I'm football. I'm I'm excited because last year was such a, it was such a just a bleh year. You're excited about the NFL though. I, I, it is because I have a team to root for and my team is now good i never i haven't had that for a long time and college wise you know i've always been a a kansas fan kansas football hasn't done shit and who's your coach now uh, i have no idea ever since les miles is gone i have i honestly have no idea um huh (laughs) exactly i don't give two shits about college football i mean i like i like watching good games but for me i have more vested interest in nfl just because a my team is actually good now, and I was just raised in a bigger football city and family, but like none of my parents went to KU. Yeah, I mean they were they were smaller schools, and then I don't know of anybody actually in my family that went to KU, but I just like them better than the Tigers. Growing up, because the tiger was scary, I guess, and the bird was just more appealing. Was it? You would think it would be the other way because I like black so much. Lance Leopold. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I'm assuming he came was from Buffalo. Like the like the Buffalo Buffalo Bison. University. Was, okay, so the Buffalo Bison. Yeah, Buffalo, okay. the, who's been good recently. Yeah. Like it had been going to playoff calls. 
Oh, yeah. yeah that, that's where, uh, what's his name, that you have your tackle guy is from. Mm-hmm. What are, what's his name? You should know. My tackle guy? Yeah, for the Bears. Uh, started with the Raiders, got traded. Everybody made fun of the Raiders. because I got Oh, Khalil Mack? Yeah, Mack. That's where Mack played from. A middle linebacker? He's a middle linebacker? I think he's a linebacker. He's he an inside linebacker, I thought. I thought he, oh, I thought he was D. The 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 no, I think he's an inside. They're all they're they I mean they they switch back and forth. Switch back and forth. They're, it's like soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of soccer, big week, big week for <clears> us. <throat> Manchester United signed uh, Rude uh, Van Nistelrooy, which is a big uh, pullback from the history. This is a this is a joke that about three people are getting. But, uh, so you guys texted me. I'm here for it. Yes. 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 You guys texted me all excited. The big news was that Manchester United signed. Ronaldo again. The, um, the man with the largest ego in the world. And you thought it was the guy, Jeff Bezos or uh, the, the guy, uh, Tesla guy or, uh, the Virgin Atlantic guy. It's not, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Trust me, I follow him on Facebook. He posts more shirtless pictures talking about how he drinks water and eats uh, clean vegetables. You know what? You know what? If I looked like that, <clears throat> I fucking would be that. I would do he's that He's older than you are, by the way. No, he's younger than me. 36. I'm 37. Oh, wow. So he has a year to fall apart, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a he posts, he seriously, he posts more pictures. I mean, I, I, first of all, I, I think he's probably a pretty decent guy. You hear about all the charity work he yeah, does. Yeah. I think he's a pretty decent guy. So I, I'm, I'm going to make fun of him over the next couple of minutes because that's the douchebag that I am. <laughs> he can uh, go cry and is like, <laughs> billions Mr. Of dollars. McDuck like dives into the pool of money. Right. Um, he's the guy for the record, who, for those who are not soccer fans, who would not uh, conduct an interview with a Coca-Cola in front of him. He had to swap it out for water. Uh-huh. Um, even though he has taken money from McDonald's and Coke in the past as an ad paid advertiser. So I, okay. So here's the thing. Like, okay. Like I'm drinking Aquafina right now. It's a Coke brand. So I'm uh, thinking that's how he can pass it off because I'm pretty sure he switched it with an Aquafina bottle, but he just moved it to, he just the, moved side it to the side. side. So it's not so, anything. Yeah. But he, he advertised Coke at the time. So he oh, was yeah. full. Fully important. So messy. I mean, and messy. Yeah, because messy. Was messy Pepsi. still does Pepsi. Messy now. was Pepsi. Which, yeah. Which honestly, Pepsi's better. So shoot me. But no. Pepsi's uh, better. So Mo shooting. <laughs> Pepsi. Pepsi is just fucking better. I don't know what it is. It's a little spicy. Has it has a pepper taste to it. It's really nice. Uh, I would just disagree on and this. As, well, as you found out you and during, I, our, during our last event, I haven't. I have a per, a primo palate because. What I say about that one cigar, like, oh, I can't smoke it. All I get is fucking floral notes from it. And, like, you and Josh were just all my ass. Like, oh, is that floral? And then even the rep was like, oh, yeah, it's the Omotepe. I'm like, I fucking knew it. So the rep is now the judge of who's got a good palate? The rep is (laughs) a good judge? It helps to have somebody in my corner that reps the product. That's (laughs) all I'm saying. Um, So, uh, but he he signed. He looked like he was going to City. Yes. And then all his old teammates, because he was Manchester United as a young man. Mm Mm-hmm. Went and through, then he went, went through the academy. Went and, through the academy and everything. Like as a young young man, like as a ten year old, twelve year old. Oh yeah, probably younger than that. Yep. And um, and they all texted him and said, "You can't do this." And I guess the 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 whole point of that was you're going to destroy your legacy. Mm-hmm. And he has an ego <laughs> the size of so, Elon Musk. And 
so you know who it was who finally got in his ear. There's two people. It was it was, it was Ferguson. It, it, it was, was Rio, but it was Sir Alex. Sir Alex said no. You, I mean, but he, then but then United stepped up. You you but I mean you know if if you know his phone rang and it said Sir Alex. Sure. And it and Alex was like, "Come on, what are you doing?" So instead of going to Manchester City, who was one of probably the second or third biggest rival that Manchester United, but obviously as you can tell. They share the same city, and so mm-hmm. United make the last-minute ploy and steal him away, right? So it was a big deal. They look like garbage today. They looked like oh, they garbage. Look, yeah, they, they were, God bless Juan Bissaka, who, like, seriously must dude, have saved 12 goals. Dude, Aaron Juan Bissaka, he was— He's a beast. He's been one of my favorite players since we signed him he lined up four that, or five years ago. That young guy on— the Wolverhampton, mm-hmm. who who reminds me of Lukaku, mm-hmm. he lined up against him all day. And listen, that guy is hard to play because that guy can run. Yeah, and it was it was a fun it was a really fun match. We had the wrong side of it. We should have lost. We won. That's yeah. what good teams oh, do. We, we yeah, we pulled one out. But <clears> we 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 stole two points. That's what we did. But um, but we <laughs> yeah, but De Gea, we stole three points. We should have lost. Well, no, we, I don't. I would we say at least, at least a tie. De Gea was on point. I mean. They should have had three he, goals. We should have had. He, we yes. should have had one. So we should have lost three to I mean, one. Basaka was was primo. De Gea was good. The offense was just. I mean. So I've been grooving. Uh, been watching La Liga now that ESPN has this in the Bundesliga, so uh-huh. I can watch that all on the ESPN three. So you can watch like these down the table. I was watching, <clears throat> um, and like Piquet is playing, and you're it's it's, and these announcers are. <clears throat> obviously working their way up yeah. and it's uh, just amusing as hell. It's no, just like, it's just, it's, it's like B game stuff and yeah. it's, but it, <clears throat> it's funny. It's like, so whenever I met my new partner for the first time and we're going over how we, how we play game or call games, you know, I told him, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, but you've been doing this as a professional setting. And he does, he's really, really good. Like he, he flips it on. And I told him, I was like, you know, my, my demeanor throughout the rest, for the most of the day, I'm pretty monotone. I'm just, you know, it is, it's, it is what it is kind of thing. But I told him, like, but once the game starts, I, a, a switch flips and I go a little crazy. Like I'm, I'm a homer. Like I'm paid by Bryant. So I'm going to homer Bryant. But whenever something messes up, I'm not ashamed or I won't shy away from calling out as well. But I told him, like, I, I want to be a mixture between, like Kevin Harlan and uh, and Ray Hudson. Like I want to have like a if there was a Kevin Harlan and Ray Hudson baby. Like that's what I think is the best announcer. They're both men. <laughs> yes, but I'm just saying like because okay. the play by play from from I feel from like Kevin we need Harlan, to go through some of this the bio- biology <laughs> stuff here for a second. The play by play of Kevin Harlan is just it's primo. It's really good. Yeah, no, but Kevin then just Harlan the sucks. excitement and just the the love of the game. From Ray Hudson, there. I mean, the accent helps as well. I mean, yes. I, I won't lie that I've tried to throw in like if I get real excited, like I'll throw a little like Scottish in there just to sure. see if it helps no, anything. It doesn't, um, but just his excitement, like that's what I want to bring. Do you ever listen on SiriusXM? Do you get uh-huh. the SiriusXM? Yeah. yeah. There's a there's a couple of announcing crews that are actually really good where they tie in the tweets and they're tying, mm-hmm. they're very natural. And then some of those, you think. Um, they're just not very good, but okay. it's like the down table <laughs> stuff, but some of them are really good. It's funny. Um, 
I like radio broadcasts. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. the way I I grew. I mean, I know television was when I was, but I like baseball radio. I really kind of like football radio. Yeah, and, and because I, and I just like I, I, I like painting that picture. I do too. That's the because like what even even growing Closing up closing my eyes and, mm-hmm. and imagining because like growing up you know I uh, in KC you know the I had bedtime at nine o'clock every night that was growing sure. up that was nine o'clock so but during like school year and not really summertime but you know there I had this there was this one station that I could pick up um, LA radio um, and going to bed at nine o'clock I would always hear. Um, Dodgers broadcast Scully. Yeah. So, you know, going to bed because it's only seven o'clock there. So hearing Vin Scully and just hearing him, you know, just paint a tapestry of just brilliance yeah. with his calling of a game and just stories and all by himself every day for three hours. Yeah. I mean, that is for somebody who wanted to do broadcasting of some sort, kind of growing up, but didn't have the Avenue to do it. I mean, those are the guys that a lot of people even now look up to. Like they'll listen to games by by those guys to, to be, and just be blown away. Like, wow, I cannot. Yeah. How did he do this? And it's just, it's kind of like you know we, we've talked about before. Like you know, going to P and T or whatever. You know, respect the OGs of the place. Yeah. I mean, you can't get more OG than than Scully. Scully. I mean, he started baseball literally has, in Brooklyn and moving yeah. over there and back. Baseball has more gaps in it, though. So there's mm-hmm. there's more, and there's more natural ebb and flow to a baseball mm-hmm. game. So did you ever subscribe to the to the audio package within MLB.com? Cause I, yeah. So I loved listening to all the different, like the mm-hmm. Seattle guy with yeah. <clears throat> with his little home run call and, and Euchre out of Milwaukee. Oh, Euchre. I loved his stuff. Euchre yeah. was great. And so you could listen to all the, the different regional uh, broadcasts. Um, and I just loved uh, that minor league baseball now mm-hmm. you can listen to it online as well and so you get you get the like the b level but you get all the you get sacramento mm-hmm. bees and you get the las vegas uh the aliens or the whatever, aliens yeah. or whatever they are and you get all these different utah and all these different and you get the local commercials which i think are hilarious mm-hmm. i mean because you, you get that color of what it's like <laughs> um, just small yeah small town <clears throat> baseball yeah, uh, listen. Get up early, or you know, early in the evening, and listen to the East Coast. Uh, I just love, I love the radio broadcast. So yeah, no, but I, it's been a big week for soccer. It's been an exciting week, and uh, it's been a lot going on. It's going to be a good year. Yeah, it's MLS. I mean, it's just that's ramping up. I'll, Chicago Fire one beat I, New York Red Bulls. I think. I think we're. I think we drew the last game or game two games. The one thing I was looking forward to the most uh, today, which got shat on pretty big was I'm a big F1 fan and uh, my favorite race, the Belgian Grand Prix. Oh, sure. Uh, Huge. (laughs) Is that, is that in Belgium? It is. It's in spa. Uh, One of the best tracks ever. Just it's beautiful. It's the longest track, 4.4 miles, 20 turns. You're in the middle of the woods you know, you're going from on Rouge onto the Kimmel Strait. It's flat out. It's just amazing. And then it rained the whole time and it got canceled. So it's just I heard like, they were all pissed off about it. There was a lot of people that were pissed off. I felt bad for the crowd because they, what they did was really dirty also. Um, so they, they, you go out in a formation lap with a safety car. And then with, if there's like a yellow or something, you know, that counts as one lap. But they did two laps under the safety car. And so technically under FIA rule... Two laps constitutes a race. 
So they knew that they weren't going to get the race in. So now since they constitute, since they did the two laps, they call it, they call it as a full race. They don't have to give money back to the spe- to the spectators. That's pretty fucking shady. They would not do that in NASCAR. Uh, no, no, because you'd have the good old boys back there, just like <laughs> right. But also, NASCAR doesn't really—they don't run in the rain. No, uh, F one does, but this one was just couldn't you? Yeah, because I saw Lewis said that he would, he wouldn't run in this run. No, the, the only person that said like, oh, it's fine was uh, was, was Max Verstappen, and because he was the very front, because he had no spray, everything else was you couldn't see anything. If you're an F one fan. Look up the the Belgian Grand Prix Spa from 1998. Um, that is the worst start of any like F1 race, probably. I think 20 cars got knocked out after the first. Did they actually touch each other? Oh, I mean, there's fucking tires flying everywhere. How nobody like got seriously injured or died because that's back yeah. when cars when they got in a wreck, the tires kind of shot out. I mean, it it was like pinball. Just tires mm. flying fucking everywhere. And this was before they had the halo cage. So it was literally just, you're just in an open wheel racing car. Just you get smacked by a tire. That's final destination shit right there. Yeah. Ouch. But yeah, so that was the, that was a neighbor. So I learned a lot about um, Belgium weather this morning at oh, well, eight o'clock. Do you feel morning. smarter? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it's because you don't have smart water. <laughs> it's not. I have Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been a busy week for a couple other reasons. We did the top five rock albums. We did. And a couple weeks ago. Uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, my uh, second album was uh, Rolling Stones' album, mm-hmm. um, Let It Bleed. Um, and in the great debate of w- Would You Bang, um, <laughs> I chose... I chose uh, <laughs> That's a callback right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, I chose the Rolling Stones yeah. over the Beatles. Um, and Charlie Watts le- left us this week, transitioned, yeah. um, which is the new term. Apparently, people don't die anymore. They transition. I had to figure out what that means. Now I, I'm noting that. Mm-hmm. So word that means passed on for a while is passed on, and yeah. now it's transitioned. Um, Charlie Watts was 80. Mm-hmm. He looked good. <clears throat> for an 80-year-old, um, he looked damn good. An 80-year-old who had uh, multiple drug addiction problems, uh-huh. uh, was a member of the Rolling Stones yep. uh, for 60 of those years. Uh, and uh, but here's, 50 here's, of them. here's one thing that I didn't know. He was married to the same girl for 57 years. So like one of the things they were talking about was. Holy shit. Was with, I, I know he was married for a long time. I didn't yeah, know. So like, you know, one th- sex, drugs, rock, rock and roll kind of thing. So while everybody else was like, you know, they would have sleep with a different girl every night. He slept with one the whole time. He was in the Rolling Stones, and he was married for fifty-seven years. Like, good for him. I I had no idea. I just and I was like, oh, kudos. That's so. Um, so obviously, I'm uh, a big Stones fan, mm-hmm. um, and I heard a, a couple things about him this weekend that I found fascinating. First of all, uh, Stuart Copeland, uh, excellent drummer from the Police. Mm-hmm. And one of those guys who's a, a music tech technician has invented a bunch of musical stuff and is um, um, very smart about musical stuff. They, they were talking to him about, uh, on a YouTube thing, about what made Charlie Watts unique. And he said, he was saying, well, you have to play, you have to play the, the bass, uh, the, the, the pedal, like a half second behind the beat, and you have to play the, 
the snare like a quarter second after the beat and and he said, and I've just told you the secret, and now you can't do it. <laughs> he said, it's Charlie. It's yeah. what he did. And he yeah. said he was a metronome, and he just. Yeah, he um, <clears throat> just. Stage presence-wise, like not right, no. a lot, but he was he was the beat. Yeah. He was, yeah, like what you said, the, the metronome. But just, he was supposedly, even, even later in her career, when he got going, it's supposed that they'd have to work on him early in the tours but he was just really consistent on stage mm -hmm. he didn't believe in big loud showy solos mm -hmm. is what he would say you'd see him in an interview saying that he believed you know that you know mick and, and keith were enough out front yeah. you know that his job was to be the the drive of the band yeah. and i you see that um I, I i heard this story and i've heard this story before that i guess mick referred to him as somebody get me my drummer <laughs> And I guess that Mick called Charlie and said, um, uh, you know, get me my drummer. Yeah. And Charlie uh, allegedly went to his room and <laughs> hit him and then said, you're my singer. <laughs> which, is, which is awesome. Very English. Can, um, could you imagine if, like, let's just say the late 60s, 70s, whenever they were like at the, the peak yeah, or whenever, 70s. whenever, whenever they really were really in late sixties. Like, can you imagine 70s. if like there was social media or cell phones and er and everybody had oh, had a, had a four K had a four K camera in their pocket at all time? Just imagine the shit that you. I imagine it would have all gone down differently. Oh my the God. fact yeah. is, you couldn't have gotten away with a bunch of stuff no. like with Zeppelin and those stuff. But <clears throat> he was he was on an interview with a guy who was a drummer. It was a drum show. But he talked about how Mick was, you know, he goes, he's the greatest front man ever. He yeah. said, you just watched him control the stage. But, you know, talked about, you know, Charlie being a drummer. And, and listen, <clears throat> we've lost Neil Peart, you know, arguably on the Mount Rushmore. But Charlie, yeah. for different reasons, is on that. Um, and you think about Paint It Black with that just bang, bang, bang. You know, it's just such a... Yeah, we were watching the video the other, like, Thursday night, and... Because I, because I told you to like listen to the Vanessa Carlton rendition of it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? That's I, funky. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's good. And I and I, I but I didn't remember the uh, not the mandolin, but the the whatever yeah. it is that the the very the the Eastern Indian the Pakistani sound from it or whatever it was. But then they actually yeah. had somebody playing that. On that one, because yeah. like, it was like from like originally like top of the pops. Yeah, it's like like sixty six, and it's like there's just some guy playing it. I don't even know what the instrument is, but it looks <laughs> it's funky. But you hear that driving uh -huh. drum, and then you hear Keith over the top of it, and that <clears throat> when when Mariel and I were talking about the difference between uh -huh. the, the Beatles and the Stones, it's it's that driving sort of dirty sort of aggressiveness that I really. That's why I love the Stones. What if you Charlie was a big part of that? What if you flipped Charlie and Ringo? Do you think it would have been better or worse? Well, I mean, you realize Charlie Watts was a very good jazz drummer, mm -hmm. so I think Charlie adapts to everything. I, I actually think Ringo is a very good drummer as well, so I, I think Ringo would adapt as well. Um, I think they're both really good musicians. Charlie is a jazz drummer who's playing jazz is arguably the hardest to play in in the percussions yeah. right well the other cool interview that was on was the drummer from uh <clears throat> living color no. i forget the gentleman's name yeah 
one of my favorite heavy metal bands. Just man, the but they, he was talking about the relationship he had with Charlie about how they would talk about jazz and these alternative drum styles. Charlie was just just and a couple things that I didn't know. Self taught. Yeah. He would just watch people and he would ask, why are you doing that? And he, he was never took formal lessons till later. Um, and, and obviously, um, you know, was not very showy on stage, mm-hmm. but, um, his, his drive, he driving kinda, he, beats. like, especially in the nineties and the two thousands, he kind of looked because he always wore like a, every time I saw him, he always had like a purple polo on and just like a clean, like white hair, just like parted and everything. He kind of looked like everybody's like old uncle. Like he just didn't like, if you just saw him in a regular lineup, you'd not think that he was in one of the biggest rock bands of all time kind of yep. thing. Yep. Um, but yeah, he was just, just one of the coolest dudes, yeah. just, just the drummer. On one of the hardest driving bands ever. <laughs> just I, that's all. I think I did come in here Thursday, but like you realize, I was like, you realize you killed. You accused you, you me I of killing you him, killing but him, yeah. I, I'll point out that you and Mo didn't put him on the list. He probably drove. <laughs> he probably died heartbroken. Uh, yeah, he, he was. He was probably listening to the show, and they're just like, oh, they didn't put me on the list. I just. You ever thought about that? Like, think of it this way: Who do you think anybody famous has ever listened to this shit before? No. Gary, no, no, I I don't think so either, but it would be kind of cool. Like who I'm always surprised when somebody comes up to us. It happened at the Placencia event. Somebody out of the blue comes up and says, I've listened to you. Yeah. Right. And I, I'm always overjoyed by that. And it makes me happy. And I, I'm, I'm glad you all enjoy this. Um, no, I, yeah. You mean other than like you, you and I who are famous? <laughs> We're, we're but famous. we don't listen. We're famous because we choose to make ourselves famous by giving ourselves our own platform. We, we're it's actually like, not famous. It's like that's like saying Kim Kardashian is famous just for being famous. Whereas Kim Kardashian's know, actually famous now. Yeah, but for she's, being famous. Well, yeah, but you know, we <laughs> she started in a different light. Um, yeah, <laughs> she did. Maybe that's what we need to do. No, no, <laughs> no, we don't. Um, but uh, she give me uh, Ray J. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I, I, I figure like, yeah, I don't think anybody famous listens to, to this. It would be, I don't know. It'd be Definition kind of, of famous is always, but like, watch it be like, oh yeah. Like, uh, uh, fucking, I don't know. Somebody super cool. Um, which for the record, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Fine. Like, oh yeah. Totally I really like, awesome. I really like, you know, this, this, he's one actually one of those guys. I know I'm not, uh, you know, some of the movies I like very much and some of the other movies are a little lost on me. But he's actually, you know, I always joke that Matthew McConaughey has become the poet laureate of our time because uh-huh. of those stupid Cadillac commercials. <laughs> Every time I come on, who who picked him to be our poet laureate? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, or I'm sorry. Um, Keanu. Keanu has turned out to be the decent guy of our generation. I, who the hell picked that? If there was one famous person to listen to our show... I would want Keanu Reeves to listen to our show. He turns out to be the one decent guy. Like he's like really respectful of everyone. <laughs> and he's like really nice to everybody. And you just go, he's the guy. He's the it's, decent well, guy. It's kind of like I saw I saw a meme the other day and uh it had ice. And I'm like going, Okay, well I'm okay <laughs> with that. I'm I'm super glad there was one. But it's like it had a it had a picture of Ice Cube and then it had a picture of Dr. Huxpool. Like who would have thought that, you know. Ice Cube would be the stand-up guy. The stand-up like would be the family man. <laughs> right, exactly. 
<laughs> Everybody dogs him out, and he's like smarter than you'd ever think. And he's like, uh, "You touched your eyes. Oh, Congratulations!" God. I did. Um, Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> yes, no problem. So uh, yeah, yeah. Ice Cube. You ever hear him talk? Because he's been on a couple of those uh, mm-hmm. volume shows. <clears throat> Man, smart guy. Yeah. Just fun to listen to. Super articulate. Really smart. Could listen to him talk all day. So his son played him in the Straight Outta Compton movie. Which have you have you have you I seen, that seen that? Okay, I haven't seen. Movie you got to watch that seven movie. years. It's, re- <laughs> it's really good movie. Um, but so he was saying, like you know, he, he wasn't guaranteed that role. Like even though he looks exactly like him, like even has the same mole and everything, looks. I mean, looks like his twin. But he's like you know, he's going to earn it, just like every other actor is going is going to have to earn it so i i i yeah. I, uh, I appreciate that you know it, my opinion gives it's too fucks to to what he wants to do but i was like you know i kudos i'll, I'll, I'll give props where props do kind of thing yep yep so we uh you know we we uh had the placentia event which mm-hmm. which went well <laughs> placentia placenta <laughs> event as jj calls it um <laughs> Um, Placencia events. Placencia. <laughs> yes. Um, that went pretty well, but I know you have the, you have the anniversary event coming up. Yeah. So we have our main, do we have any news on that yet or no, we're still keeping that a secret. Um, you know, eventually you're gonna have to let the news. No, I, yeah, I, I will go ahead and say it. Um, so we're having, uh, um, uh, Christoph, uh, back up in here. Um, and Glenn we're, we're going to have Glenn case. Um, so that's going to be real exciting. Um, we're going to Jared wasn't available. I don't know if Jared's coming or not. I, he might, but I, I don't know if they're going to have, because I know, I know, you know, it'll, it'll be, um, uh, Guillermo and Glenn. I don't know if Jared is coming as well, but it'd be cool. Um, again, that's, we love Jared. That was a fun <laughs> show. Right. Uh, I, I would like to even get Glenn on, uh, we'll I'd see. Love to get Glenn even on. if it's like the, the week prior, just remote or something, because I know he's, he, we, we've he's had busy. a, we've had to switch the dates around a few times because sure. of just stuff. So it's going to be October 15th now. Um, sure. it was going to be the 22nd, but now it's the 15th. Um, so unfortunately I, I, that probably pushes me out for the, Austin trip that we're talking about doing, but okay. and it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so we got that. Uh, and then we got a small one in between. I think we're doing the Rocky in September, but the main one is definitely the October one um, because it will be our seventh year anniversary or eighth year. I forget seventh year because we didn't, is it seven or eighth? I don't remember now. I think seventh because we didn't do last year's. So Either way, it's going to be big. We want to blow it out. Um, we also have some other stuff lined up that I know I can't talk about just yet. Okay. Um, but just teases, just, you know, sprinkling of teases of stuff. But, yeah, we're l- really looking forward to that. Um, you know, you and I, we both love Kristoff. Um, it's it's an amazing cigar. I know one of your all-time tops is the the jt signature jt signature whenever somebody posts a... whenever somebody posts a picture of a bomb or something that got sent to them and i see that jt I'm like oh, I, I know where you got that i know where that one came from that cigar is so good yeah um yeah so we got that one coming up so we're gonna have some some cool stuff lined up for for that i don't know what all is intact yet 
Um, but we also have our Conway shop anniversary uh, as well. Just, you know, not too, that. not too terribly long. I don't know who's lined up for that. But, yeah, since we have two shops now, we're going to have two anniversaries. That's for, ridiculous. For opening it. It's, it's nuts. Um, so I do have that. So let's. I guess let's talk about what shows we know we do have coming up. Yep. And then we're also going to need listeners' helps again because six months ago I sent a thing out like, who do you want on there? And we got it's some near, great ideas. Everybody who I responded to, like 90% of the if people we missed you, came on. Yeah. The other ones, you know, just timing didn't work out or whatever. So, again, tag whoever you – or if yeah. you know somebody, or if you are in the industry or whatever you want to be on, let me know. Yep, absolutely. Always looking for good guests. Yeah. We don't make that call every week, um, but it's actually open every yeah. week. If you have an idea, don't wait for us to yeah. we sometimes fly you get, the fly. Like, this is a bumper episode. That's what this is. This gets us from point A to point B for... Yeah, you called football this week, and I started school. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. this is a bumper. There, So, I will say of a... I will, since we're on air, I, I will talk, I'll say a text I just got from Steve. Um, I saw that. Um, <laughs> so, we'll just talk about that on air. Uh, did he we, wants, did he, we talk about hitting golf balls? We did. Yeah, did a we? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I said I got I got some clubs. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So he wants to play. He wants to play golf on September eighteenth. Saw that. So we'll see if uh, I've not gone looking for my knee brace. <laughs> I need to go. That also means I need to get my clubs regripped. Yeah. I I need to. Leave. I I bought the ones last week. I haven't swung them yet. Just haven't had time. So I'll, I might do that this week. But until then, we have a few shows we do have lined up. So next yes. week, we're gonna have the full lot again. We're gonna have you, me. Josh, Kevin, the full Monty, the full Monty. That's that's what we should just call the show whenever it's the four of us instead of the straight cut. The full Monty, <laughs> the full Monty. Um, we're going to be doing the filler or ra- I I forget filler one on one filler one on one. Um, so that's going to be a long show. We're also going to be doing it all remote at night, so it's going to be fun. We're going to be in our own little we catacomb are. of hominess looking for we are we're trying this out yes this is a full test of all of the emergency broadcasting systems (laughs) um (laughs) under the hot lights Uh of the filler 101 um the the first one which i did not participate in was the binder 101 Uh this is the filler 101 we're excited about this one yeah so it's going to be be fun Uh, i think if we did that like six months ago or so maybe even Uh longer than that um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that. I, and I, it was a real big learning experience for me because I never imagined just how much just changing that one leaf of the binder yeah. would change everything. So now with this one being the filler, um, yes, I expect it to be just as educational and fun. And, you know, we'll see how it goes for another long episode, probably. Talk about you want to talk about filler. We're going to have a lot of filler in uh, in that show. We will. (laughs) But then we're also going to get back to I feel what is our wheelhouse, other than cigars, is music. Yep. So the I see the numbers. I know you see the numbers too. The tracking of the music episodes track really well. Yeah, people uh, like that. I was actually listening. So we. Paul's birthday, we we went down to Buenos Aires and picked up some food. And as I'm sitting there, Tom Morello, mm-hmm. 
from Rage, Rage Against the Machine, as well as Audio Slave, Audio Slave, and a ton of other bands. And to be honest with you, one of the most thoughtful and like cool dudes you're ever going to hear talk on the radio. Smart, 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 smart. Um, uh, did a show this weekend with a guy named Matt. <laughs> just a just a rando. Just a random, some guy who's in the industry. And they were talking about their top shows that they had ever seen live. And albums are different than live, right? Some mm-hmm. of some, so he's, I mean, a rando dude, Matt said, I would love to put early Aerosmith who I saw on this list, except for they were all drugged out and they sucked and their <laughs> sound guy couldn't mix shit. Right. And he goes, so I'm not putting that. He said, on the other hand, when they got sober and it was in the nineties, they were banging. Right. Mm -hmm. But they were talking about tons of cool stuff like, and the show's on volume and I totally recommend it. It was amazing. If you're a rock fan, um, they were talking about seeing the clash and they were talking about seeing Devo. Tom Morello is like, I guess a huge Devo fan. He was talking about Devo. Other than that one song that they have. No, he was talking about seeing Devo live Mm -hmm. and talking about, he said about Devo, which I thought was exactly what you say. I saw Devo. I realized they didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about them. Mm -hmm. They were just going to play music the way they wanted to. They were going to challenge you. They were going to make you uncomfortable. That's as punk as hell. Mm -hmm. And said, I, I see them at, because that's what's weird. Devo is a punk band. Right. I can see them not playing Whip It at a show. Just they, to, but just Tom Morello to, just agrees with you. And he says, he's like, they're like my second favorite band. Yeah. So they were great live. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he said, Clash is my favorite band. He said, and we saw them live. And they were, he said, thing, the great thing about Clash was they were so great musically and they mm-hmm. were saying meaningful things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, and he was talking about, um, Gosh, he was, he was seeing somebody, and he, um, and I think it was the Clash, but I don't remember who it was. But he said, "I remember seeing them. Went to see them. It must not have been a Clash. It was somebody." And later, and he said, "I was starting a band, and then I saw him on stage, and he was in a band. He had the same stupid amplifier sitting on a chair with the same <laughs> guitar, and I realized, hey, this isn't as mystical as you think. This is just about saying things yeah. cool with music." Yeah. So. Um, uh, so we're going to do a live, uh, show. We're, we're going to do a, a, a show about live music. Yeah. So you and I don't share the same thing. So we're going to talk about a couple things. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to refine it. Top three shows we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're not going to cross on that. I seriously doubt that. We're also going to invite Marielle to this if she wishes to come. And we're going to invite my wife to this, if she wishes to come, okay. now, obviously her and I are going to overlap on a lot of stuff, but we'll get her take on this top three bands that we'd like to see that are either no longer touring or have transitioned, um, yeah. or artist. Um, I think you said the one, uh, band that, that, uh, so yeah. So I said our favorite live album, Yeah, not the band live, unless that, Transitions to a live, live album. So John Denver live. <laughs> so our favorite live recorded album. So like you could pick, you could pick damn near any Grateful Dead right. <laughs> song of that. And then one that it would be going against the grain is the band that you cannot stand 
that is in your genre. Is, that is in your genre that is widely you should like that that is widely loved that you should like, but you just cannot stand them. So. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start working on getting Paula on this so she can be the fourth wheel on these musical conversations. She's not as quite as big a music geek as Mariel and Aaron and I are, but she she will have fun, and I'd like to get her involved a little bit on this, so okay. we'll, we'll, we'll try that. Um, <clears throat> we obviously are going to have another review coming up here in a couple weeks, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So another review coming up. We're finally getting back into our stride. Mm-hmm. The summer was the summer, just like how we expected it, and it is what it is, and that's it all is. and dandy. But, yeah, we're finally getting back in our stride. Hmm. I love when we're doing our semi-prep work for the show, yeah. and he's talking about the story, and I'm like, and I'm just, like, nodding and a huh, yeah, while I'm doing something else. I know. And then I'm like, what did you say? Like, you said right. something about a turd mm-hmm. or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah, by the way, I was like, oh, that was, the, that was something mm-hmm. totally different. Yeah. Zoe just laughed. <laughs> um <laughs> So, um, inside jokes, you're welcome, Zoe. And so, uh, yeah, you listen to me about as much as you listen to Marianne, huh? Yeah, <laughs> she was. So, we were, we were out doing something yesterday, I forget what it was. So, not um, only do you not listen to her, you don't remember what you do when you're with her. Oh, that's right. We were going to, to, um, we were going to Hobby Lobby because she needed a like a hot glue gun or something. And so she said, she'd said something. I don't know if it was really important, but it was, oh, it was a new store I saw in Little Rock. It was a new store called The Fish Tank. And I was like, okay, that's one of two things. That's either like a sushi restaurant, which would be really fucked up, or it's like a, a fish store where you just like buy fish stuff. And for so, live fish. Yeah, for live fish. So we were driving and she was, and right when she said what it was, I coughed. And when I coughed, like, I feel like my ears close and I didn't hear anything. And I was like, huh? <laughs> she was like, nope, I'm not telling, I'm not saying. So what did the, what is the fish tank? So she made me guess what it was. So then here's, I did my, I did my like detective skills. So I was like, all right, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. It's like, are they open right now? She said, no. I was like, okay, it's not a restaurant. <laughs> so let's, let's get that off, off the board. I was like, all right, I'm going to go with like an, like a, an exotic fish store or like a place to buy fish products. And it is, it's a tropical fish store. So nice. That's what we, we were missing one of those out there. So it's not that I wasn't listening. It's that I just happened to like sneeze or cough at the the same time. (laughs) But it was me, but it was me saying, huh? Huh? (laughs) She just like, she was like, fuck that. I'm not saying it again. (laughs) I don't blame you for that. (laughs) Oh, I, so many stories she could tell that just bury me that should be you need to listen that would be a show i could just like i feel like i could just like push record and like we just walk away and it would just be that like just all my dirty secrets and then and then aaron and then aaron (laughs) oh so we are having our anniversary this week so by the time this comes out we have we would have been married for two years and three days so there's that two years and three days. She's put up with me for it was a seven hundred and something so, days, I guess. Well, I know, I guess the yeah seven hundred and almost 12. fifty. Yeah, yeah. So second year anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah, it's been fun. I've had fun. 
I've had fun too. Yeah. <laughs> that I was mean, not her voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say okay. I think we've 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 wasted enough people's time. <laughs> yes. This week. So next week, filler one hundred and one. So if you have your still. Um, Save it for just a touch longer and smoke along with us. Save it for another two week or I guess rather one time week. A week. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't, um, uh, listen to us cough and hack as we go through five cigars at one time. Yes. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, well, well, we'll, we'll I, yeah, we'll save it for that one. But yes, it's literally five cigars at one time. Right. So I'm not, I am not going to do, no, I guess my, I remember there was a, the, a picture that Mike G posted. And he was smoking the whole luxury box at one time in like one big bundle. So <laughs> just tied them all together. I, I'm I might try that to see how that tastes, and then I might die. So this show might be yours. <laughs> yes. So, so okay. Just, so let's just see. But yeah. So we do that. So also, if there's anybody they want to hear again, tag them. Tag yes. us. Instagram the straight cut. You know, tag yeah. them. You know, I'll reach out to them. There's the we, the the least they can say is no, so right. you know I, I I have a few f- pro football players out there that are on the higher end people who I've reached out to. I haven't heard I haven't heard a yes, I haven't heard a no, so it's still out there. But, uh, okay. but we also know that's not our that's not our lane kind of thing. Sure. But people like listen to like hearing us make fools ourselves with maybe more important people. And sure. since we've already said you know. Maybe Keanu would be our most famous person. Um, he would be totally awesome. Maybe we can get Keanu. That'd be bad. I'd, shit. I would. The gentleman of our generation. <laughs> the thespian of our time. Yeah. No, I'm more impressed, to be honest with you, that he just turns out to be a good guy. I know. I know. He's. He, he, hell, there was an episode we called, like, uh, the, what it was it? Like, uh, Keanu is. Uh, America's sweetheart or something like that. Yeah. I, I remember, it was with yeah. D. I don't remember yeah, it was, what it was. It was it was him or Dolly Parton who's who's more popular. It might that might be one of the shows where I might have to have Mo just pop on because there's one person that doesn't like Keanu. Is Mo? It's Mo. Ooh. Teaser for next week or two weeks or music week. Hmm. So we'll hear the Keanu story. Fair enough. All right. We will see everybody next week with five cigars in hand, the full Monty. Full Monty. All right. See you good. Later.